Yo! Welcome to the Bailout Podcast, for now. More details on that later. I'm your host, Kerry No Intro Bailey, and I just want to thank you for listening. Before I go any further, I want to send prayers to Felicia Miller. For those that don't know, Felicia Miller is a mom of a young girl named Ariel. She is five years old. She is currently in a coma. They were involved in a crash, a car crash, a couple of days ago with the son of of the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. His name is Britt Reid. Ariel right now is fighting for her life. She's five years old. And this hits home for me because I myself have a five-year-old. And I I can't, I can't. I normally I would say I can only imagine. I can't even imagine that what she's going through right now. So prayers up to not only Felicia Miller, to her daughter, Ariel, and also to Ariel's cousin, who was who was four years old and was seriously hurt. Now, fortunately, she's not in a coma, but still seriously hurt. And I just want to send prayers up to them and just hope that Ariel makes a speedy recovery as with her cousin. I hurt for Ariel's mother, Felicia Miller, right now. I really do. Unfortunately, this is not Britt Reed's first failed sobriety test, first time drinking out while driving. This is not the first time. So, again, that's not for me to judge. At the end of the day, I just want to see the young girl, Ariel, survive and get back to her life. She has so much life to live, man. So, from parent to parent, I send condolences. I send prayers, strength, whatever she needs to get get by. Um, if y'all got opportunity, man, to check her GoFundMe, please. If y'all could do anything, $5 goes a long way. So, with that being said, we're going to get into some Super Bowl recap. We're going to get into the quarterback carousel. We're going to get into the NFL offseason, which hasn't officially begun, but it's unofficially begun with the Super Bowl being over. Got my man Ugo here the whole episode. Resident Cowboy fan around here. So, be right back. We are back to talk a little Super Bowl. Not what I expected at all. Got the resident Cowboy fan, my man Ugo, here with me to talk with me. Yo. So, for those, I mean, everybody that should have watched, but of course, for those that don't know, Tampa Bay Bucks 31, Kansas City Chiefs 9. Now, me personally, I don't know about you, I rooted for Kansas City, but I thought Tampa would win. What about you? Uh, uh, well, coming coming in, I I kind of I, I was kind of going for the Bucks because you know I, my thing is when everybody in the world is saying one team is going to win by proxy, I always go with the other team because I, I kind of hate like uh, predictable. Oh, they're supposed to win kind of situations, especially yeah, when I have no. I when that, I, I'm, I'm kind of like that too. Yeah, especially when I don't have a dog in the race. So it's like uh, everybody in the world was saying, you know, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. They're going to run it back, run it back, run it back. <laughs> Even the Chiefs themselves, that's been their whole slogan all year, run it back. I was like, you know what? The Bucks are at home. This is a historic moment. They're the first home team to, to actually have their home stadium 
for the Super Bowl, I was like, it kind of makes sense, you know, for them to do it, you know. And plus, never, ever bet against Tom Brady in the postseason. <laughs> so that's that, that was the other uh, storyline. So I was I was kind of going for the Bucks. I didn't expect a blowout though. I oh, did no, not no. expect. I, a- I thought it'd be close. I thought it would be come down to the wire. I expected more of a shootout. Of course, I think everybody did for the most part. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's piggyback right off of that. Man, the offensive line for Kansas City. Now I know they had three backups in there, and this was to me the key to the game. And mm-hmm. man, Shaq Barrett, uh, Vita Vea, and JPP just had a field day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They did. You know, and you know what it is. Uh, again, I, 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 you know me, man. I'm a nerd. I deep dive with film and uh, all 22 and analysis from former players on Twitter, breaking down uh, strategy and games. Brian Baldinger, Jeff Schwartz, Mina Kimes. <laughs> next gen stats analytics i'm all about that world so all this morning i'm i'm watching videos of of like brian baldinger and, and all those other people i've mentioned breaking down what happened in a game and the freaking kansas city uh eric Bieniemy and and andy reed they did not handle what the bucks were doing at all they, they were going five wide empty sets for the majority of the game and that played right. And when you've got a compromised offensive line, you can't do that. You I can't agree. do that. You, you, you just, you just can't do that. You, you gotta, gotta go. Help. Especially you got not, you mm-hmm. know what? No, it's crazy. The crazy thing is, is they don't not only have, it's not the center. It's not the guard. You're talking about the two tackles, the outside tackles. guys that were backups. Yeah. Both tackles were backups, man. And you, you have to help. Especially, okay. Maybe part arrogance on their, their part. I get it. But at the same time, when you see that look, Pat is running for his life. You oh have to God. adjust, and they didn't. Yeah, um, and you know what's even crazier, dude? I think uh, I'm pretty sure this was a stat. I did not know this until this morning. Mahomes was pressured more in that Super Bowl than any quarterback in Super Bowl history. <laughs> Believe it or not, like or or, or, or up there, or up there. So it was. It, it's it's in it's it's in the top five ever. Well, let me let me let me, throw, let me throw this stat at you that I saw. Tampa Bay have 44, 44 total pressures. Kansas City had five. Five, yes, yes, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I also saw to go off of your that stat that Mahomes covered about four hundred and ninety-seven yards of scrambling <laughs> throughout the five football fields. That's insane. That is first of all, you, you want to talk about let's talk about cardio endurance. <laughs> if you need any any idea of how bad his offensive line played, that stat right there, those three stats we just threw out there, that man ran around for five lengths of a one football field. Five times, I mean. Five times one length of the football field. Imagine doing that, suicide down the football field five times. Like that's how bad that the offensive line played, man. So let that's me incredible. Get to the bowls, that's they, incredible. They, they, did what they, they did what they wanted to do. And a good, you know what? And you brought it up yesterday in our conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Bucks played the Chiefs earlier in the regular season really helped. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you just look back, look back in history, dude, of other times this has happened throughout um, Super Bowl history or, or even playoff history when, it, when a team gets a second look 
at a superior team. You know, two, two that come to mind, you want to talk about the Super Bowl, uh, back in 2007 when the Patriots are going for the undefeated season. You know, the Giants got to see them at the end of the season. They decided to play all their guys. They didn't want to rest anybody. They and they almost won that game, too. And they, and they almost won that game. You know, Patriots pulled it out uh, because they had, they had obviously the more explosive team and the better all-around team. But the Giants got to see everything that the Patriots did on, on tape. Everything they saw on tape it was like, listen, we, we know what type of we know what they do in this situation. We know what type of routes they like to run. We know what type of sets and formations. We got something for them, you know. And another example, <laughs> I, I, this one brings PTSD, but you know, I, I got it there uh, in 2016. You know, when the Cowboys were the top overall seed in the in the playoffs, we beat the Packers. Uh, I think in week seven, six or seven at La- at Lambeau. Beat- you see what I'm saying? And what happens? And what happens in the playoffs? We see the Packers again for the second time with a top overall seed, and uh, the 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 pack, we have to come back. Uh, and it took two miracle field goals by Mason Crosby, but the Packers really dominated that game for the most part because mm-hmm. we're not we're not throwing anything at them that they did not see just a couple weeks ago at Lambeau. So you know, seeing a team for the second time. Or, or even in some cases when it's a divisional opponent, a third time, it's 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 woo, it's tough, bro. It's 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 tough sledding. You know what I mean? So Tampa Bay definitely took they took advantage of that and capitalized on that, you know, along with the injuries. And uh, it's not too surprising that they won. It's just still surprising again, like we mentioned earlier, the way that they won in such dominant fashion. Yep. And speaking of how the Bucks adjusted in the top bowls and everything like that, Tom Brady didn't need to go off for 500 yards or nothing like that. He's, you know, it's all about efficiency, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Kansas City's penalties. Bruh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come come. You know what? When it came into this game, I said that they were not going to be able to play the exact same defense they did against Buffalo because mm-hmm. I, I respect Cole Beasley. Obviously, that shit, that's one of your former uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cole Rookie receiver, of course. Uh, but if you said who do I have to make sure that I stop on a Bills offense at, at skill positions? That's Stephon Diggs. So mm-hmm. if I'm the Chiefs, we're going to make sure we double Stephon Diggs and make the other guys beat beat us. Mm-hmm. Now, with the Bucks, it's a completely different story. You got Mike mm-hmm. Evans. You got Chris Godwin, who didn't do much, but the, the presence of being out there. Mm-hmm. Scotty Miller, I believe, is a, is a, a young up-and-coming receiver. Mm-hmm. And as much as Antonio Brown has off the field stuff, that's for another day. But he is still one of the best receivers I've ever seen personally with my own two eyes. Right. So right. still Antonio Brown. Not to mention Gronk. And people may say Gronk was a shell on himself and all, but it doesn't matter. That report with Tom Brady paid off big time. Mm-hmm. Cameron Bray, the backup tight end, is no slouch either. Not to mention they didn't have O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. So they had weapons everywhere, and Kansas City could not line up and say, okay, Man coverage across the board and say, oh, we can lock all every one of them up. They could not do it. They had no answer for Gronk. He scored two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They had no answer for him. So, and they got exposed. They was holding every other play, and it hurt them big time because mm-hmm. Teron Matthew had that interception. What happens across the field? Defensive holding. So the interception doesn't count. They had a, a one down the field, and I know some people are upset at it because he he didn't trick Mike Evans on purpose for Sean Breland. But that's the name of the call. Like he mm-hmm. impeded those things. Mm-hmm. 
So unless it's incidental contact, you know, with the feet, they don't call that because he did. And I know everybody, I'm sure it probably happened to you too. I think most people growing up, your parents told you, if you fall, put your hands down, brace your fall. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. But he hit Mike Evans' legs, unfortunately, and it happened. Teron Matthew held, I believe that's Gronk in the end zone. So their penalties really, really didn't help the situation. Oh, agreed. And, you know, it, it kind of goes back again to the point we mentioned about seeing a team twice. You know, this this was even even uh, exacerbated because, yes, the Chiefs get the, the Bucks got to see the Chiefs again, which was advantage. But the Bucks got to see the Chiefs again. <laughs> you know, I mean, the Chiefs got to see the, exactly. the Chiefs got to see the Bucks again. So the Chiefs understand what the, uh, the excuse me, the Bucks got to understand what the Chiefs like to do on defense. Not to mention, not to mention, this is a Steve Spagnola defense. So it does kind of come full circle. It was the yep. it was it was the Steve Spagnola defense that dethroned the Patriots back in 2017 with the Giants. So so Brady's very familiar with the types of uh, types of formations and the types of pressures and the types of coverages that he was going to see from from Spagnola and this Chiefs defense. So you know again when you've got when you've got elite quarterback play. Uh, it, 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 it's such an added bonus, man. That's why it's that's why it's so hard and so rare, and it's so and it's so it's such a blessing when you get it, and why you need to capitalize when you have it, because you know not every single quarterback can take advantage of you see what I'm saying coverages uh, and and and, um, and 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 schemes the way Brady even at this advanced age can still do. So you know another another <laughs> another check and of course protection protection. Protection was oh, that, of course. <laughs> and, and if, if anybody that you're you're as good as your protection can help you be at the end of the day. You you know all about that. Why y'all lost what three three offensive linemen yourself, and people wanted to pop back. <laughs> six offensive linemen, uh, and and, and, oh, and, six, and you know, I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you kind of stop counting after a while, but uh. Yeah, you know, especially the two tackles. I mean, we we lost both our starting tackles by week five, I believe. By week five, we we all we never had one. Our right tackle, we never had him. Uh, he didn't play a down this year because of hip surgery. And Tyron Smith, we lost him after week four after the Browns game because of his neck. So backup tackles for the entire season is not an ideal situation for no, anybody. For any quarterback, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Mahomes, as we just saw. I don't mm-hmm. care if you Tom Brady and it doesn't make a difference. You're as good as your protection. You could be it's it's you could be throwing the ball to Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, whoever you want to throw a receiver. It don't matter if you want your behind. Mm-hmm. Aaron, in fact, so, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers lost his starting left tackle uh, the week before the NFC Championship game. David Bakhtiari. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And, and, well, and that's probably the best left tackle in in football. Arguably, yeah. yeah arguably, yeah. the best one. And do, do you think Sha- Sha- uh, Shaq Barrett and, and JPP took advantage of that? I think so. I, they I, I, have I, no pity at all. No. <laughs> no. I don't care. That down got nothing to do with us. You put out there who you put out there. Yeah, that's that's a you problem. <laughs> exactly. So, to say all that, man, defense still wins championships, as we just saw. Defense still mm-hmm. – uh, you talking about one of the best offenses ever – and they did that. And again, I know people gonna say, "Well, he didn't have his alignment." He, did. you said it yesterday. Healthy team, a lot of time wins. The most healthy yep. team in a playoff, yes. a lot of time wins. wins. 
Yes, yes, yes. That that that. So test of time forever, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, I I, I just and I want to touch on one thing too before we move on to the off season, which I can't wait for, and I know you can't either. Oh but yeah. We going. Let me touch on this. Is a point that people were making that just I just didn't understand. You have people saying that if Mahomes, this is before the Super Bowl, obviously, if Mahomes lost this game, he has no chance to be the GOAT. Now, I just don't understand that premise because why are we acting like Tom Brady never lost the Super Bowl? Tom <laughs> Brady has lost three. Now, granted, this is not to take away Tom Brady being the GOAT because I believe he is the GOAT, but to sit there and say that because Patrick Mahomes loses one Super Bowl, to Tom Brady, to say that he can't become the goal, I think that's asinine as hell. Because let's just say for sake of argument that Pat Mahomes, he's still he's still 25, man. He's he's still got maybe another 12, 13 years, maybe longer, depending on how you know how stuff shakes out. But he got a long time. So let's just say for sake of argument that he goes to seven more and wins the rest of them, and he's eight and one in the Super Bowl. You mean to tell me that he? You can't make the argument that he's better, like as far as far as goat status, that he can't surpass Tom Brady. I just think that was kind of idiotic to say. Yeah, I I, I wholeheartedly agree I, I agree with that point, bro. And not to mention, I believe he's twenty five. Yeah, he's, he's, he's twenty five. Three, year, three years, three years in the league. First year AFC Championship game, ironically lost to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Second year Super Bowl, one MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Third year they go back to the Super Bowl. I, I again, this is you know we 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 talked about this in our pre-production meeting, uh, the the um the the wrestling promo shows the uh, sports entertainment. Uh, this is the sports entertainment age. You know, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, uh, ESPN. Uh, it, it dude, it's 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 not sports journalism. It's sports entertainment journalism, quote unquote. So. You know they're gonna run with the headline, and the fact that they say that this first and foremost, uh, to, to say that the goat like uh, for a guy to be not he's not even he's not even thirty years old yet, you know he's not even thirty years old yet, and, and just they, they show his side by side trajectory, like his stats uh, was he fifty three games into his career versus Brady's fifty three games into his career, and I, I saw it was compared to a number. Of, uh, of of elite quarterbacks, he's already light years ahead of them at this point in his career th- than they were. You know what I mean? Just just with just just the raw stats, just with touchdowns, interceptions, passer rating, and yards and wins. So uh, it, it, <laughs> it's it, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's 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 a bad argument. But again, this is all about headlines and it's all about. You and clickbait, bro. So they're gonna say, and they're gonna get on their soapbox and, and say this types of things. And I guarantee you, bro. I guarantee you, unequivocally, had the Chiefs gone back to back and won this game, there's already people putting him in the Jordan conversation already. And that's oh, yeah. just, and that's with just one Super Bowl. Like, had he gotten two, they would have been like, "Whoa, well, well, he's 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 the Jordan of this era already." He's a, of course, people people love comparisons for no reason. That and some of them are all basic. Like now, 
of course, with Tom winning another one, now it's who's the greatest athlete ever is it Tom Brady. It's a lot. Like, at the end of the day, this is all people's opinion. Yes. So you can't, there's no yes. unequivocal fact that, okay, well, Tom Brady or anybody for that matter is the great. That's what people think, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But let's relax a little bit, man. Let's let's calm down. I'm, I'm sure you've had, you know, discussions with people about who's to go here, or this, this sport, that sport, whatever. And I'm in – no, I have no desire to, you know, talk about who's to go in this sport, and especially – in, in basketball, because I have this argument all the time. Me personally, you know, I, I, most people believe Jordan's the goat, and like I, I just always like to poke and see why. Do you <laughs> say and some people, and some people say, well, because he has six championships. And I said, so are you telling me championships are the only thing that matters? And when they tell me yes, I say, okay, so why Bill Russell isn't your goat? Yeah. And then, and then they're quiet. They have nothing to say. Oh, I'm like, I'm just saying. I'm just like I said, trying to poke the argument. But again, I ain't. You know, that's the topic for another day down the road. But I just, I just like to – I don't have no desire to talk about who was the GOAT and, you know, this – and who was the GOAT athlete. Hey, look, and, I and it's, it, great. I watch it, it in half time. And what's even funnier, too, is, like, we're talking, like, a, a, a plethora of different sports. You know what I mean? Some are more, some are more individualized. Some are team yeah. sports. You know, and, you, and, and taking it a step further, it's different eras. You know, the rules in play and, and uh, level of competition and – athleticism and nutrition and 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 just the, the evolution of different games and different sports among different you know like i say eras and years there's so many factors there's so many factors that that are in play so like goat conversations are hilarious to me personally and again when you got the wrestling promos feeding into it you know that's it's it's feeding a lot of people opinionated disinformation that that's all it is. Opinionated disinformation. That's what you're being fed. What a lot of people are being fed, especially in this generation, uh, with uh, with sports media. And it's 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 funny. But it, I, I just I love I love having conversations with you, and I know you love it too because we're we're initiated. You know, we know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know we better. So, we're not letting somebody else drive us. I just seen, you know, and we'll get it. You know, part you know the Leonard Fournette thing, and I'm you know I'm a Jaguar fan. I got tagged a bunch of times and. Oh, y'all let Fournette go for nothing. Look what he does. I say, y'all need to understand and learn facts because y'all being ignorant. Y'all don't know why you let him go. Mm-hmm. Are we are, mm-hmm. are we really about to sit here and act like Fournette was balling for the for the Bucks all season? He was not. Mm-hmm. He was not. So mm-hmm. let's let's calm down. I get it. He played well in the playoffs, and I'm happy for him. I'm glad he got a ring. I'm happy. I have nothing against Fournette. Like I have something against Jalen Ramsey for obvious reasons. I don't need to get into that because you already know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing against Leonard Fournette. I'm happy for him, man. Hey, he, he ran on his feet. He got himself together, and it might be part time Brady getting him, you know, getting his mind right and everything like that. It might be part of himself as well. But I'm happy for him. Hey, great, you ran on your feet. I hope it continues to work out. Hope you go back next year or whatever. And I'm not gonna say get another one because I'm on my team to get there. But that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, hey. I'm happy for him, but people, you know, I got tagged constantly and Fournette this and Blaine Gabbert won a Super Bowl after he left Jackson. I'm just like, wait, <laughs> did Blaine Gabbert actually start and taste Tampa to? Wait a minute, wait a minute. But people like to poke fun, and I, yeah, bunch of time, but sometimes people make no sense. Like people be dead serious to some of the stuff they say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, um, before we move on to. NFL offseason, and, you know, I just want to give a shout-out to the weekend. I enjoyed the halftime show. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and, and him. Uh, me, me, me and the commercial was, without a doubt, <laughs> the, the Doritos 3D. 
and <laughs> Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus uh, pictures with, Be- uh, with Beavis and Butthead. I, I was cracking up big time at those. Oh, for, for well, me. Well, a little childhood back, you know, with the bowl with SpongeBob and everything like that. So I enjoyed those commercials. <laughs> I really love the Tito's. The, the Tito's one with uh, Shaggy was one of my oh, favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too, that too. That was hilarious. Uh, the Edward Scissorhand one was pretty funny too. Me and my mom really liked that one. That was that was funny. And uh, what's the what's the one more that would that really cracked me up? Uh, 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 I I can't think of it offhand, but th- th- those two stood out to me. Those those are pretty funny. And me and the weekend have the same birthday, so I, I forever love him. No wrong in my eyes. <laughs> brothers, 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 brothers. <laughs> Aquarius brothers. <laughs> All right, so when we come back, we're going to talk some NFL offseason, the quarterback carousel that is going to be the NFL offseason because we got a lot of people that could be switching places, mm-hmm. same face at different places. So when we come back, my man Ugo's sticking around. So we'll be right back. Yo. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Ugo's still with me. We're going to talk about this NFL offseason yes, coming sir. up. Probably one be the mo- one of the most interesting off seasons, especially at quarterback position, the most important position in football. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with the biggest fish out there right now, which is Deshaun Watson. Now, before we get into Deshaun, I just gotta read a quote, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. But Mr. Brett Favre, I'm gonna need you to be quiet a little bit. You need to put simmer <laughs> down. <laughs> this is what Brett Favre said. For those that don't know. Quote, you get paid a ton of money to do a job and just do it and let the chips fall where they may. Make too much money to voice an opinion, unquote. Now, it's more, it's a little more to that saying, pretty much I'm not mad at what he's doing. and But that, that's the part I want to focus on because that right there, if that ain't shut up and play or in basketball case, LeBron's case, shut up and dribble, I don't know what is, but your take on Mr. Favre about Deshaun Watson? Uh, he, he just sounds like a big hypocrite, bro. A big hypocrite. I mean, this is this is a guy. This is a guy who wanted to control the narrative of his career and was really holding the Green Bay Packers hostage for a number of years. Thank you. So, exactly. I mean, they wanted to. Every single year, they had to check. This guy was so year to year. And it, it got to the point where they're just like they they couldn't even like put together their draft board in terms of quarterback uh, until they just put their foot down and like listen we gotta take this Rodgers guy or we gotta we gotta we gotta really scout this in the 2000 uh 2005 or yeah yeah five or six they just had to put their foot down it was like listen we 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 got we gotta we gotta get somebody because this guy's gonna do he's just gonna do this you know uh indefinitely uh and then of course he freaking retires changes his mind Comes back, comes back, plays for the Jets. Retire. Just upset at the Packers because they they said Aaron Rodgers is a starter. Yeah, yeah. Then does it again. Retires. Comes back. Goes to the Vikings. It's, it's, so so he's the last person. He's the last person that should be commenting on quarterbacks trying to control the narrative of their careers because he he was a poster child for it. He he was like like there's, there's no way there's no other way to look at it. So I. I when he came out and started talking, I would, I rolled my eyes. They almost came out of my head. Like I was like, "Bro, go 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 sit down and, and go go 
go freaking do some more Wrangler jeans commercials or or Mike's Hard Lemonade or whatever the heck it is that you freaking <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying or or, or the freaking uh, fl- the fl- the, uh, the 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 copper copper sleeve the copper sleeve do another copper sleeve commercial with Jerry Jerry Rice or something, bro. Like what do you do? What are we talking about here? But nah, like Brett Favre is in no position to talk about anything in terms of quarterbacks or players, uh, you know, trying to take control of their careers. No. He's in no position. Like you said, you covered everything. Um, this is the same guy that wanted to trade when the Packers didn't trade for Randy Moss. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, mm-hmm. You, you are the poster child for controlling, trying to control your own narrative. I, I don't know. You covered everything, like I said. And, dude, you just – he needs to just – Simmer down. Now, before we get into uh, more Deshaun Watson, let me just jump on Mr. Farr one more time because it's about my team and this is personal for me. <laughs> he told, he said that he would take Devontae Smith over Trevor Lawrence. Now, I have no issue with him favoring a player over another player in a the draft. There's nothing wrong with that. My issue is he was a quarterback and he said that you could get a quarterback later or you get a quarterback off the street. Like That's what he insinuated and I'm just like Dude, do you not understand that we have two six-round picks on our on our uh, roster right now that didn't work out? Do you know that Mike Glennon, who was, I believe, a third-round pick by Tampa, didn't work out either? So miss me with all that. We could find you could find someone else later. I've never seen somebody like him, like Devontae Smith. Okay, like I need you to be quiet, chill out. We need a quarterback, and that quarterback needs to be Trevor Lawrence. But anyway, I'm a, I'm gonna leave him alone. We got it. We got him. <laughs> go, go away, go away, go like like Google said. Go do some regular commercials. Chill out, chill out. Stay, <laughs> stay, in, stay in Green Bay Packers business. Leave Jacksonville alone. Thank you. Anyway, yes, yes. <laughs> so Deshaun Watson, uh, once out of Houston for those living under a rock for various reasons. I don't need to get into all of them, but he was out of Houston. Now, the rumor is that Houston wants. Two first round picks, two second round picks, and two defensive stars. Now, it's a difference between two defensive starters and two different defensive stars. They want stars. Now, they are also adamant that they're not trading him. But I believe it's one of those things where we're not going to trade him unless we get the offer we definitely want. So, would you not not your team because you know you on a Dak train as you should be and I don't know why Cowboys mm-hmm. think Watson is a possibility or should be mm-hmm. a possibility that's cut up capital for another quarterback which creates more holes but you know I'm sure we talk about that when we get to Dak oh, yeah. uh, but Deshaun but I for me let's say I'm use San Francisco if I'm San Francisco I'm not giving up two first two seconds let's say Fred Warner the linebacker and Nick Bosa that's not happening. Oh no! Absolutely not! Absolutely not! Yeah, like like, listen, man. Deshaun Watson is not—he's not Tom Brady in his prime. He's not Peyton Manning. He's not like this. Like, listen, you put him on your team, and it—it—it—you're it, it, just the—you're you're an automatic lock to be playing in where's the Super Bowl next year? The Rams, Los Angeles, SoFi. I believe so. Like, yeah. you, yeah, like you get Watson right now, you're not a lock to be in SoFi next season. You're just not. Like, like granted, John Watson is one of the he's he's a top ten quarterback in this game right now. He's not a top five. I wouldn't say he's a top five quarterback. I would not. He's a top ten quarterback in this league 
right now. But to give that type of a haul for for a guy that you know, I mean, is 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 really good. Who's dynamic? Who's 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 who's, who's, who's who is a bona fide franchise quarterback? I just think that it's too much. It's ro- it's robbing Peter to pay Paul. I think it's too much. That is too much of a haul if I'm San Francisco. There's no way I would do that deal. No way. No, I, I, that's that's too much. I'm giving you premier. Like we're not talking about like I just said starters. We're talking about premier guys. Fred Warner, mm-hmm. you can make a case of the best linebacker in football right now. You can make a case that Nick Bosa is – I even make a case he's one of the best DNs in the league before he got hurt, of course. So that's a lot to give up. Not to mention they both are young. Nick Bosa yeah. is going to be his third year. Fred Warner, I believe, is somewhere around his fourth or fifth year, if I'm mistaken. And then I'm giving you two first-round picks and two seconds. This is part of Houston trying to recoup the nonsense that Bill O'Brien did by trading their first this year and their second this year. And they don't have anything – Draft pick. And then th- just to throw salt in the wound, their pick became the number three overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, but I, I agree with you. I'm not giving up that much. I mean, if my team, I, I get it for San Francisco because they feel like they're close. And I understand, but I'm not giving up that much. All right, two first, two seconds, and maybe a, maybe a player, a starter, fine. I'll, I'll pull that trigger if I feel like I'm close to winning. Kind of what the Rams did uh, to get Matthew Stafford. We'll talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. I'm not giving up Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and all that capital. So this brings me to my next question. I have a friend, Kareem, who was a diehard Jets fan. We've been talking all football season. As you know, we were, me and his team battling for the number one pick, and we ended up getting it. So I sold him on Deshaun Watson. At first he said, does Deshaun Watson put the Jets in the playoffs? I said, probably not. But you have to understand, y'all have money. I think, that if I'm mistaken, they have the top five in, in salary cap space for this upcoming uh, offseason. So I said, if I'm y'all, look, y'all kind of have the leverage because Houston knows the Sean wants out. If I'm the Jets, I know what we said that Houston's price is, but let's be honest, the Jets don't have any defensive stars outside of Quentin Williams. So if I'm the Jets, I'm give, I'll give – the number three overall pick, I give you the Seahawks first next year, and I give mm-hmm. you a second. And maybe Sam Darnold, depending on if they want a quarterback or not. But I'm not giving up both of the first this year when you're getting a number two overall pick. No. Agreed. 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 I, I think that, that to, dude, I think there's only two teams that legitimately could pull off. That it makes sense to put together, uh, put together. Oh, what's going on in the background? Hold on. Are you hearing that? Yeah. All right. Try now. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, just edit from there. All right. So anyway, uh, dude, I only think that that there's like two teams that legitimately should make this deal, and yeah, the Jets are one of them, and I think the Dolphins are are there as well. You know what I mean? That that have the capital that 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 t- can make this deal, and it doesn't set them back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Years, and years and years. You know, like the, the 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 Dolphins have two first ones, two ones, and the Jets have two ones. And plus, you know, Deshaun wants to. He he. I think he has both those teams listed on his uh, desired places to go to. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. So, but yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. To, to just give the sun and moon and stars for him, and then okay, so now you have him. But what what is he gonna what is he coming to? 
You see what I'm saying? Like what? Like what? Yeah. Okay. Now we've got Deshaun Watson. Who's he throwing? To? Now what? Protecting. Yeah. Who's protecting him? Who do we got on defense? You know, I mean, it's it's kind of like you know, shifting sports. It's kind of like when the when the Knicks got Carmelo, they gave away like a starting lineup to get Carmelo Anthony. And funny thing is, I just mentioned my friend Kareem, and he's a Nick fan as well. And he called me so excited about that trade, and I said, "Dude, did you look at what I gave up?" And he didn't care. And I said, "You'll care later." <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. He's like, "Man, man, we dig up a lot. A couple of years down the road, man, we dig up." I said, "I told you, you gave up a lot." Mm-hmm. But that's a that's a very good point, very good analogy because if you are the Jets, for example, and you give out, let's say number two, I believe they had twenty one from the Seahawks uh, in the Jamal Adams trade. They got number two, 21. They give up those two first, a first next year, and a second. Let they their whole draft for the first two rounds is gone. 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 You're not, you're not picking until round three. <laughs> if I'm the Jets or the Dolphins, because number two and number three, obviously, respective, respectively, if I'm them, look, you're getting a top three pick. I'm not giving you two firsts in this current draft because you're getting a top three pick with an opportunity if – Sam Darnold or Tua don't go back in those trades to refresh and get you a quarterback. This is why we talked we talked yesterday too about of course my team came up. Oh, would you get number one for Deshaun? And my answer is no. I like Deshaun. I won't draft Deshaun. But the answer is no. Why save our division rival out of a situation that is rough right now for them? No, absolutely not. Because then I've seen that oh, well the Jaguars probably have to give up number one. And number 25, I said, there is no giving up and after number one, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. If anything, you've given us something. But, no, Trevor Lawrence, We, I want Trevor Lawrence. I, and I don't mean Jacksonville is not going to entertain that or whatever. And I, just, But, again, like you said, the, the national media, the the so entertainment, mm-hmm. they, you know, just something to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. But, anyway, back to the Jets and the Dolphins. Right now, those two teams, in my opinion, control the draft because they can – Take anybody. I think I don't know if Miami sold on Tua. Eh, don't know. Is the are the Jets a new coach? Robert Sala sold on Sam Darnold. Remains to be seen. Uh, probably not. But probably not. If, probably not. Probably not. But if I'm the Jets or the Dolphins and Houston wants to talk, you gotta understand. You're not getting both first in this draft. Yeah. You especially if you get number two. I'm not giving you 21. If I'm Miami, I'm not giving you three and giving you 18. It's not happening. I'll give you number three in the first next year and maybe a mid-round pick. But I'm not giving you all that. Matt Possum, Tua, or Sam Darnold, depending on what team you're talking about. But I'm not giving you all that. I'm sorry. I feel like that's a lot. That, that's that's entirely too much to me. It's too much. That's, that's, that's yeah, too much. I agree. But So like, this is where, I, of course, I had to, had to hear your opinion because I, I you're a real Cowboy fan, not some of those annoying – Annoying ones, you're realistic. Mm-hmm. So, your guy, Dak Prescott. Now, people, he not worth this. He not. You can say what you want to say. You have. I've. You've seen. I've seen you spar with people on Twitter mm-hmm. verbally about that. To this, this, and people I, don't want to. Pay I had him. to this morning. <laughs> it just happened. Just just round one happened this morning. Again. So, um, <laughs> people saying he not worth this. He not worth that. But at the end of the day, we talked about it yesterday again, like like you said, in a pre-production meeting, so to speak, mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what you think he's worth. It's all about market and when you become free. Mm-hmm. At this point, golf, Carson Wentz, who both will be traded at some point, golf already has. And you go make the argument that Dak is the best quarterback in that class. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. 
Um, he see them get paid. He see Deshaun get paid. Mahomes get paid. Lamar's on the dock now. Probably Josh Allen in the docket now as well. And eventually Baker Mayfield. So there's a lot of guys. It's just happening over and over. At this point, I would love to know who is the alternative, realistic alternative, to the people that don't want Dak signed. Is it Andy Dalton? Uh, honestly, it would. It, uh, from everything I've heard, that that's that's the only name that comes up. Which is asinine because you, you got a you got a big fat helping slice size of Andy Dalton football this year, and 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 mind you that Dalton had all three wide receivers. He had Gallup, he had Cooper, he had Lamb, <laughs> he had all of them. You know he had Zeke, who was kind of banged up, but he still had Zeke. And yeah, it was a compromised offensive line, but he had all the weapons there, and you saw what he could do. And we went six and ten, so uh, I just I, I don't understand. I to this day I still don't understand what the infatuation with Andy Dalton is, and what the vitriol against Dak is. You know, and you know it, 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 I'll take it a step further. You know, you mentioned Carson Wentz, you mentioned Jared Goff. How both of them, one of them's been traded, another one's going to be traded probably by the end of the week or sometime next week, but definitely in the coming days. In 2015, the year before, who went one? And, who went one and two in that draft? Davis Winston, those two guys, and Mark Davis Winston and Marcus Mariota went one and two <laughs> the previous year, and they switched teams. So number one and number two in 2015, and both backups, mind you, and are both backups now. Exactly. So 2015 and 2016, the top four quarterbacks selected in both of those two drafts did not pan out. They did not pan out on on the original teams, and 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 in both and in two of those situations, uh, the teams had to trade up and give up a king's ransom to move up and get guys, you know what I mean, that they thought were franchise quarterbacks. So by proxy of that, when you get a guy who has proven that he's gotten better every single year, who's committed to becoming the best quarterback that he could possibly be, that demonstrates leadership whose stats have improved every year, his play, his mechanics, his intangibles, everything's gotten better from year one to year two to year three, so on and so forth. You don't let those guys get out the door. You sign those guys long-term because he's only going to get better. There's not going to be a drop-off. There's not going to be a, 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 a just a dramatic, like, like, for instance, with Wentz. You know, a lot of people felt like Wentz was on a trajectory. but then. I don't know what the hell happened between 2018 and, and, and 2021, bro, but the bottom fell out of this guy. His, 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 just everything just turned to shit. <laughs> because last year, yep, pretty much. Yep, last year, statistically, he was the worst quarterback, the worst starting quarterback in football, you know, from every, everything. From and everything. I tried to get the benefit of the doubt, too, because I understand kind of like the same way with Sam Darnold, like weapons wise, they just were old. Alshon Jeffrey couldn't stay healthy. Deshaun Jackson played like what three or four games max. And I just, but some, but when you have that, when it comes down to decision making, mm-hmm. it, it don't matter who your receivers are, bro. You got to be smarter. And some of the things he did, I was just like, what was? Oh that? my god, yeah, and yeah, it's, and going off of that point, bro. Jalen Jalen Hurts comes in, and they they have like four hundred yards of offense every single week. And they and they beat the Saints. And they beat the Saints, who were a playoff team. So I'm not trying to really hear this whole Carson Wentz 
apologist nonsense that he didn't have anybody. Because I was like, so, 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 what's the excuse for you're gonna say because Jalen Hurts was a rookie and they didn't have film on him, so he just surprised everybody. That's why he's putting up 400 to 500 yards of offense every single week. Really? That's that's what we're going with. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, but no. Um, to, to just wrap up that point, you don't, especially at the quarterback position, the most important position in in pro football. When you find a guy, when you identify a guy, and you develop a guy in your system at the quarterback position, you don't you don't get that you don't trade that guy away, and you don't let that guy walk in free agency and get a comp pick. You sign him long term. <laughs> somebody will pay him. Yes, somebody will pay him. Yeah. There's there's always one, and what I mean by that is there's always one team that will pay what you think that person will never get. Yes. Yes. Always one. Absolutely. If you let that get free agent market, I guarantee you he will get the contract. Agent. Absolutely. From somebody. Absolutely. Somebody will be looking the bag after all this quarterback stuff. You got, I'm going to just run through names. We just mentioned Carson Wentz. He probably will be traded by the end of the week, they're talking about. You got Sam Darnold in limbo. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, in limbo because you look at that, that, look at that division. You got Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and now Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. there. We'll talk about that trade in a second. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are probably looking at like, okay, we got to upgrade. Jimmy G ain't it. I don't know. He can't stay healthy. And what we say, ability, uh, availability is the best ability. Mm-hmm. He do not be available. Nope. Um, you got Cam Newton. You got Teddy Bridgewater, who probably won't be in Carolina past the offseason because they were in on Stafford as well. I, I, I think they're really in on Deshaun. Remains to be seen if Houston lets him go. Mm-hmm. I believe Jameis goes back to New Orleans. They speak glowingly of him, so I think he'll be back. Fitzpatrick, if I'm Fitzpatrick, I'm going back to Miami because I have a chance to play if they keep pulling two of the way they've been. Mm-hmm. Um, Smith, I think, end up, ends up retiring. He wants to come back play of the year war. I mean, props to Alex Smith for coming back, for being able to come back and fighting through. Uh, Big Ben, eh, I think he'll be back. Drew Brees just took a pay cut, ironically, to like the minimum I think he did, which created money for New Orleans, which probably means he'll be back. So, to wrap it up, let's talk about this Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford trade. Now, we just talked about Jared Goff a little bit. And Matthew Stafford, I like Matthew Stafford, always have. We know how, we know Detroit Lions, uh, they just, just can't get out of their own way, no matter who they have on their team. But I see a lot of the Rams got fleeced. Uh, Matthew Stafford is a big upgrade over Jared Goff. Me personally, I can't give up two first and a third plus Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford because as much as I like Matthew Stafford, and he is an upgrade, I agree, but is he that much of an upgrade over Jared Goff to give up that much? <laughs> well, well, dude, there, there's a lot to unpack with this trade, all right? <laughs> like a lot. Like you got to think about it. First of all, you got the Rams who gave up two ones, I believe two twos and two threes yep. just to move up in 2016 just to draft golf. So they've already given up a ton of draft cop capital that they can't get back. They, 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 uh, I saw the stat that they don't have their picks for about seven years. Yeah. Now. For the next seven years, they don't have a first, the first round. Pick. Yeah. So the Jack, Jacks had, and the Jacks had their pick uh, last year in this upcoming year. Now, the Lions have their picks for two years after that. But go ahead. So, so yeah. So, I mean, they could spend that however they want. And say first round picks don't matter. If that's the case, then Aaron. That's how they. That's, that's how that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that that would mean by by proxy of that that Aaron Donald doesn't matter. So 
I was about to say, can I interest you in an Aaron Donald three-time defensive player of the year? Oh, exactly, exactly. So, so, so we're going to debunk that myth right there. So that's one, that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is, okay, so you gave up tremendous draft capital to get Goff, and really they gave up tremendous capital, not really for Matt Stafford, but to get Goff's contract off their books. Yeah, I was about to say, it was a please take Goff. Kinda, I, I know you remember this trade when Brock Osweiler got traded got packed with a second-round pick, and a please take this contract, we'll give you a second-round pick. Yes, yes, exactly. Great point. Great example. Great example. Hit the nail on the head, bro. So, like, so, yeah. So, that's, so, that trade, the trade is more rooted in, please take this contract, you know, or or hush money <laughs> for this for this contract. So, um, and in terms of just the, the, the player, listen, I've never... I've never really been a Goff fan in the NFL. I was excited about him coming out of Cal. I I, I was interested in the Cowboys, you know, possibly getting him because uh, I was all about the whole Wentz and Goff coming out of college. I was like, okay, both these guys, they got some buzz. They got some hype. I like the tape. These guys might be something. But the more I, I really, really sat and watched some Goff highlights and a couple of Rams games, and I just wasn't impressed. I was like, yo, uh, from what I saw, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw something different. From what I saw, McVeigh did a hell of a job scheming up easy throws, wide open receivers, uh, tempo, and it was more so about the system Goff was in that made his stats look good, good, to, good, to, really good. Not great. He never had great stats. He always had good, solid to good stats consistently. You know, what I mean, and on top of that. And on top of that, bro, they've always had a legit defense to go with it, which is why he has so many. Yep, they had number one defense. Last exactly, year. exactly. So I never really looked at Goff as that that guy. And, and so on one side, you've got an average at best quarterback with Goff, and with Stafford, I kind of look at him the same exact way. You know, you got a guy who's never won his division. He's never won his division. You know, and yeah, you can, and for, and if you, and if you want, and I got into this argument with a couple uh, of uh, uh, sports junkies uh, years ago, they were just like, well, he had Aaron Rodgers in his division. I'm just like, yeah, but Kirk Cousins won the division. You're going to say Kirk Cousins is, 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 uh, uh, gets a pass. And Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky has a divisional uh, championship under his belt too. What about that? So, Mm -hmm. so Kirk Cousins and Mitchell Trubisky, they both have they they at least have one to two divisional championships underneath their belt. And you mean to tell me Matt Stafford in over a decade couldn't win that division one time? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's been hurt in a lot of, in, in a few of those years. You know, I think mean, two or three, two, at least two to three years, maybe even four. He he missed significant time or had season-ending surgery in those down years. So you mean to tell me Stafford couldn't win the division in that year either? So I'm, I'm not. Yeah, see that 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 is exactly where I'm at with it because as I understand the Rams' point of view, we had number one defense. Our quarterback play wasn't that great. We feel like we have identified our guy, and we feel like that is the guy. And at profit the Rams, you go get your guy. You want to win now. We all know how to window coach mm-hmm. sometimes, but I, I I'm on the same premise as you, Matthew Stafford. As much as I do like him as a quarterback, and I get and I do factor in the Detroit Lions because they are Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. He just never, like you said, he never won a division. He never won a playoff game. 
against winning teams, he has not been good. He, I mean, he has not won games. I know it's not all his fault, but he has not won games against winning teams. I forget the stat, but he has, he's like, it was like something like 10 and 50 or something like that. And that's like horrible. 10 and 52, something like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. And that's, that's just not good enough. Hopefully, a better coach, because the coach carousel was not good in Detroit. They fired Jim Caldwell after he went, I believe, 9 and 7 and got Matt Pat- Patricia thinking, okay, well, uh, we're going to be good now. Matt Patricia might have been close, and now they got a whole other coach. And it's just speaking of carousel, the culture carousel in Detroit. So I don't – do I put all the blame on Matthew Stafford? No, no, no. But at the same time, you have to play – you have to be better than that. Like, I, I, I don't have high expectations like some people do for him in, in L.A. I'm anxious to see how he does in a different situation, getting from under the Detroit Lions. But – I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I just don't think it was worth that much to give up. But unfortunately, kind of NBA trade where <laughs> please take this contract. You can have these draft picks. Please take them. And that's what and that's exactly what it was. So I, I agree with you. I don't I don't think it was worth that much. But I mean, when you're trying to get away from golf, you kind of had to, especially also because they had other teams bidding for Magic Stafford. My what I was uh, what I found out is that. Carolina offered Teddy Bridgewater number eight. And uh, I believe it was like a mid-round pick, if I'm mistaken. But I know it's definitely Teddy Bridgewater and the eighth overall pick that Carolina offered. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's that's an okay – again, in comparison to what the uh, what uh, what the Rams eventually got, uh, got, you know. Yeah. You know, so I think they made the right decision. You know, they got the most. They got the most compensation they could get. You know, so I probably, I probably would have took the uh, Panthers' offer. You get to pick seven and eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I probably would have took that offer. I'm picking back to, I get it. You get two first. Back to back. I probably would have took. I probably would have took. Back, back to back picks in the first round is not. I wouldn't. Is is not. That's not a bad thing. Just saying. Not not to mention not to mention back to back picks in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So hey, that's just me. But that's what we that's the quarterback carousel going on. Named a bunch of guys. We didn't get it to the rookies, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Kyle Trash, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. That's a, a whole other, you know, we're gonna have a big draft special down the road. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got a Carolina Panther fan, I got a Jet fan, I got a Fortnite, I got a bunch of guys that wanna come on. We we get about I'll try to get like five on at the same time. That should be fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um can't wait for the draft. The NFL all season has unofficially began. I believe the new NFL year starts in March. Yeah. So when we come back, I'm going to wrap this up and uh, we'll be back. Peace. As I wrap this up, you heard me earlier say the bailout podcast for now. Left y'all a little bit of cliffhanger. But that's because a rebrand is coming. I had an idea come to me and stick with me for a while. And I said, you know what? Let's go with it. I got some positive feedback from family and friends and my wife. And I just said, you know what? Let's do it. Not going to divulge too many details just yet. But I will say in March, the rebrand is happening. Got a couple more ideas I want to do. And I just thought, you know, this is this is perfect time to go ahead and just just do it. Jump head first. 
we're going to talk some wrestling when this happens. You know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I know a lot of people that are wrestling fans and guys that are passionate about it. Whatever company you like, whatever wrestler you like, love, favorite wrestler, whatever. I know a lot of people that want would love to talk about it. We got WrestleMania coming up, of course. Not to mention, speaking of WrestleMania, I'm going to have a WrestleMania giveaway. I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet, but that's already in the works. I already have the, the prize already, but that's something we'll talk about down the road. So can't wait for the rebrand. I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are excited for me, and I can't wait to get that done and get it going. Cause I just I just have a good good feeling good vibe about it. I want to thank my guest, my man from high school. For those that don't know, my man Ugo, the resident cowboy fan. Always good insight. Always good talking to him. Love talking to him about sports, wrestling, whatever. It don't matter. Geek stuff, as people call it. Everything. We always have good conversation. So appreciate him for getting on with me and talking football. So I can't wait. To do this rebrand can't wait to talk to more of you down down the road and if you listen this far if you listen to me at all i appreciate it and i would just want to say thank you so with that being said i'll holler at y'all next time thanks for listening